Welcome to this week's episode of Purple Politics Nevada. I'm your host, Lucia Starbuck. The name reflects the fact that Nevada isn't red or blue, it's both. Today, we're talking about proposed legislation that would provide hundreds of millions of dollars in tax credits to move the Oakland Athletics to Las Vegas and also expand the film industry. I'm joined by the Nevada Independence legislative and healthcare reporter, Tabitha Mueller, and politics and data reporter, Sean Galanka, to break it all down. Earlier this week, lawmakers held a roughly six-hour hearing on the bill to fund a new Oakland Athletic Stadium in Las Vegas. First of all, how big is the A's fan base? The fan base is pretty big, at least in Oakland. Now, the question is, how many A's fans actually come to the games? What we've seen is that A's fans actually camp outside of the baseball stadium to protest the fact that they don't like the owners. They're filling roughly 8,000 seats, which is much, much lower than what they say they'll be able to fill in Las Vegas, which is about 28,000 seats a game. The bill proposes up to $380 million in public financing. Where would that revenue come from? The bill proposes up to $180 million in transferable tax credits the team can sell for cash to other companies. Out of that $180 million, the latter $90 million would be funded through revenues generated by the stadium. The county is expected to issue likely upwards of $120 million in bonds. Those would be paid off over 30 years by the tax revenues generated by the stadium. Basically, they draw a circle around the stadium, and that creates this entertainment improvement district where sales taxes, uh, live entertainment taxes, and payroll taxes for the team are all redirected to pay off the public finances that went toward the stadium. How did the lawmakers respond during the hearing? There were a lot of interesting and mixed responses from lawmakers. What was interesting is the chair of Assembly Ways and Means, which is the main money committee on the assembly side. She said that right now she is a hell no on the deal and they're going to have to get her to a yes. She cited concerns about investment from the team into the actual community. The Raiders also made community benefits agreements, but there's been a lot of consternation around that because those agreements haven't been followed through that well is what people are saying. Lawmakers are also proposing expanding a film tax credit program by hundreds of millions of dollars. How much do lawmakers want to put into it and where would it go? At its peak, this film tax credit program would have up to $190 million in tax credits available annually. That's up from the state's current cap on film tax credits at $10 million annually. We're currently looking at a 20 to 30 year timeline. It would probably be in the range of $4 billion in film tax credits. Uh, We know there may be some amendments coming, but currently they're earmarked for a pair of production campuses proposed to be built in Southern Nevada. One of those would be developed by the Howard Hughes Corporation in partnership with Sony Pictures, which is one of the five major film studios in the country. Um, This would also be built in partnership with UNLV, so there's kind of some educational opportunities there. Actor and Washoe County resident Jeremy Renner, known for his role as Hawkeye in the Marvel superhero movies, he made his presence known saying, make sure Northern Nevada can receive those benefits. Uh, Where does that conversation stand? Right now, conversations are ongoing. There's a proposed amendment going around to make sure that the money that is allocated right now would also include Northern Nevada 
and perhaps a new space for a potential film school or collaboration with UNR. And Lucia, I would just add, Jeremy Renner's not the only heavyweight getting involved. I mean, just minutes before we started recording this, I saw Mark Wahlberg outside the legislature. So, you know, some high-profile names getting involved in this effort. You know, as a new resident, I want to be here full-time. I've gotten lots of calls from lots of my colleagues asking me, you know, how it is, and I'm encouraging people to make the same move. This isn't the first time Nevada has doled out huge tax breaks to corporations. Earlier this year, um, the governor's Office of Economic Development gave Tesla another $330 million in tax abatements. What are the pros and cons of the state making these contributions? So I think there are a lot of concerns about giving these really large-scale tax breaks to really wealthy companies. But at the same time, the proponents of these deals say, we need these to be competitive. Other states are already offering them. And so if we don't, these big businesses that do create jobs and help diversify our economy, they're not going to move to Nevada. You also need to consider the fact that look at Tesla, right? We had Tesla move to northern Nevada. They were given tax breaks under former Governor Brian Sandoval, now the president of UNR. And as part of that, the state gave up a lot, right? We didn't get money for infrastructure. We've seen a huge need for housing in the local area as more people have moved into the community. However, northern Nevada wasn't as negatively affected during the pandemic as southern Nevada because there were other drivers of the economy here. Thank you so much to my guests, Tabitha Mueller and Sean Galanka, reporters with the Nevada Independent. I'm Lucia Starbuck, and you've been listening to Purple Politics Nevada.